Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tribunal of the Green, where we talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that play them. My name is Brandon. My name is Lena. And my name is Will. And today, we will be talking about a huge thread that was, like, really given, submitted by Will. Um, he actually found it on Twitter. Uh, the thread poster is uh, two underrated X. Well, underscore two underrated X. And the name is The Vault with a little fire emoji. Uh, so, you know, he found this thread and he wanted to go ahead and bring it on the show. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, we're also going to be talking about some Don Brothers stuff. And we're going to be talking about some news with just like one little thing. Um, about Dino Fury. So we're going to be talking about that as well. But first, before we get started with the show, I just want to remind everybody that, once again, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Google Podcasts, we are on SoundCloud, and we are on YouTube, and we are everywhere that you will listen to podcasts. So, you know, if this is your first time, let us know. If it is not your first time, Keep listening because, you know, we really do appreciate you. Uh, uh, Speaking of listeners, I just want to just mention, just shout out everyone who listened to this past episode about the hot takes, um, submitted hot takes, you know, like, ah, just thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. That was a really, that was a really fun episode and it seemed like a lot of people had fun with us so thank yeah. you and thank you to the original um person that even pitched it to us thank you yes yes um it's uh her at is jen hydeer i want to say um yes so jen thank you so much for the idea we really 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 appreciate it um that was fantastic and so like i said so many people reached out and gave us their hot takes. Shoot, we couldn't even like send them all. <laughs> we couldn't even really talk about them all on the show. But for the ones that we did talk about, it was a lot of fun. And you guys have just been just, ah, just the overwhelming pouring of just appreciation and thanks and love for the stuff that we talked about and the opinions that we gave. Just, ah. You guys mean the world to us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, and uh, with that being said, I just want to go ahead and just get, just go, just go right into it. So as you've already probably have heard by now, um, so international spoilers for Dino Fury season two are out. You know, they are mm-hmm. out. So... <sighs> Unfortunately, you know, you're, if, if you don't have it muted, especially on Twitter, <laughs> you will be seeing a lot of spoilers coming out on Dino Fury Season 2, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah. we've all, know, well, at least two of us have been spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know which spoilers you've seen, Will, but I've seen two that I'm just like, first of all, I'm kind of high-key mad. <laughs> yeah, specific- yeah, me too. Like, Oh, I'm God, I know mad. I know exactly what you're mad about, and that's mm-hmm. what I saw. 
And I was mad that I saw it because I wanted to watch it play out. Right. Please, people, if you right. get, if you get some information that is spoiler related, could you please think about the other people that don't want to be spoiled and at least put some sort of like take some precaution to maybe hide it a little bit better exactly just posting pictures or clips of the damn scenes that's what's that's been getting me it's the clips for me it's the clips because it's not even just the pictures because like i saw because we already kind of reported um commander shaw coming back to the show we already reported that so that's kind of like okay cool you know it was like okay like we already kind of know so when i seen her i was like bet okay, that just confirmed what we already knew. That's fine with me. What made me mad was the fact that there are actual scenes that play out certain things that I'm like, I don't want to see that. Not right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, no, this is not okay. (laughs) Like, and then it didn't even have, like, you know, hashtag, like, because I know, um, what was it, Power Rangers Daily? I know they like to do, um, Hashtag, what is it? Hashtag Power Rangers. Um, no, no, not Power Rangers. Hashtag Dino Fury spoilers. So if you, you know, and they add that on all their stuff. So it's like, okay, as long even as with you mute that, that, then nobody won't see it. Like, yeah, if you had even with it. even with that, with those ones, like they still had the pictures of the scenes up. Like, isn't the aren't right. there ways of like you could mark like it's sensitive content or something like that since it includes spoilers i believe you can um i believe so so i mean you know i would love for people to do for for, for people even go to that extra mile of you know even doing that because i mean let's just be very clear shoot by the end of the month you might as well say the end of the month we're pretty much going to have the whole second half of dino fury already out in spanish so, you know, it's like, dang, like, I would have loved to have seen, you know, would love to have seen the show already come here. But apparently there's no actual specific time of when it's going to air in the States. Like, Netflix hasn't put out anything as of yet. Um, you know, various people have been trying to report on it and been like, okay, haven't really seen anything pop up yet. You know, Netflix have been putting out their summer schedule, their fall schedule, still haven't seen anything yet. So it's just kind of like people are on edge at this point. And honestly, we don't have an actual time or or know an actual time or have an idea of when season two, the second half of season two is going to come out. So that's kind of that's kind of messed up. That really mm-hmm. is kind of messed up. Um so for anyone who is out here watching the spoilers and all this stuff, just like Will said, you know, be mindful and think about the other people who don't want to see it. Because, you know, a lot of us out here are just kind of like, all right, girl, like, <laughs> you know, like, we don't want to see this. Because like I said, when I see one specific scene, I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, this is not what I want. Also, the uh the thread that I mentioned earlier. So Will, just kind of like let the people know what is this thread about? What is it giving? Uh, so uh sometime last week I was just 
scrolling through Twitter, um, and I think uh, I saw somebody had retweeted um, something about one of the seasons, and then I clicked on it and saw that it was a whole thread um, that was just just honoring the show, giving recognition to it. So the initial tweet um, it said, and I um, has a picture of the old uh, Saban Power Rangers, actually the Disney Power Rangers logo. Um, and it says, an iconic franchise that millions of us grew up watching from the shows, movies, toys, and merch. It's time for a thread. And then um, that that engagement alone, it got um, 30.3 thousand likes. And then from there, um, it was just so cool to see throughout the thread, seeing so many different people commenting and quote tweeting and um, giving the likes and just seeing kind of like a barometer of where people are with seasons other than Mighty Morphin that they enjoyed was really cool to see. Um, And then just all sorts of um, different fans too. It looked like there were a lot of people that kept talking about the nostalgia, you know, people that haven't, you know, they're not like us where they're a part of the franchise and they've been watching, you know, for years. But like to just see this thread, it got it back in their head. And I thought that was really cool to see. And all sorts of people, all sorts of people. So um, that was just really dope to see because um, I know that there's people out there that love this damn franchise, like outside of, um, the super fans and that that probably would be interested, you know, if Hasbro or whoever has it, you know, gives us something worthwhile. So it was, th- this was really cool um, to see. But um, in particular, uh, this isn't, of course, you know, Twitter isn't encompassing of the entire world's view on things, obviously, but it still was pretty cool to see um, certain numbers as a like a barometer for where people are like with the series with familiarity and, and what they like. So obviously um, the first, the first part of the thread was Mighty Morphin. And of course that got the most likes and engagements, obviously. Right. Um, and that was, um, that one was over 4,000 likes, almost, almost 5,000. The thing that got me, um, was the love for the Disney seasons and like after that Dino Thunder and um, Ninja Storm to see uh, oh my god like those almost got like 3,000 likes each Um, so that that, I don't know maybe um, going forward if they want to reboot a season maybe they should look at some of the Disney seasons in space, surprisingly, um, was not like at the top top. It was right after um, Dino Thunder and Ninja Storm. Uh, but um, you know, uh, people obviously that's still like a lot. It got over two thousand likes for that one. It was interesting to see Wild Force is um, that's, and I've actually heard that before. I've heard people mention Wild Force like that aren't like big fans. That was next after in space. 
Um, that guy. Which, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you when you think about the aesthetic of that season, those were some cool suits. I remember people said they liked the little crystal sabers with the orbs. They had cool zords. Um, and, and Forever Red was in that. <laughs> well, I think also too people mainly remember Forever Red. If we really want to talk, if we really mm-hmm. want to be serious, like because I mean yeah. the thing is when I think of personally, and I'm not saying I'm like the barometer of like the fandom, obviously, like I'm just one person. But when I think of Wild Force, I instantly think of the terrible acting. So I'm just like I'm yeah. trying to figure yeah. out what Jeez. other people Jeez. are like. You know what I'm saying? Mm. What other people are just kind of being like, oh, I love Wild Force. What did you love about it? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, these characters, they were awful. Like, the mm. acting was terrible. You know, so if they're, if you're watching it just specifically for, like, the suits, the zords, you know, hell, even the Zenaku, um, the Zenaku mm-hmm. uh, storyline, you know, because I will give them that. That Zenaku storyline was fire. I will give them that. You know, like that that whole storyline, the cold um episode with him trying to find it with him um finding out that uh Master Word killed his parents, like that episode mm-hmm. is probably the best episode out of the entire series. Um mm-hmm. out of the entire series of Wild Force. So that was just like fire. So I will give flowers where flowers are due. And plus also yeah. too the fight choreography was really good too. Cause remember we talked about that, like that one little episode where Jen drags and Toxica in their evolved forms were fighting each other. And they had that whole, you know, flying like freaking Matrix people <laughs> through the air and stuff, like stopping midair. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, they had some fire stuff. I'm, I'll give them that, so. <laughs> and, and coincidentally, the for um, he had definitely mentioned Forever Red in this, in this thread um, by itself. And that alone got like three point seven thousand likes. So that was there even more go. than um than uh the seasons after um MMPR. Right. Um folks are are messing with SPD that got like two thousand likes. Um Mystic Force. People like that too. That got like one point nine K. Turbo did pretty well. It got around the same, uh, well, a little bit lower than Mystic Force. Time Force, um, Lightspeed Rescue, then Lost Galaxy. They all had over a thousand likes. And then um, the big drop off for <laughs> Operation Overdrive only got six, 621 likes. And um, looking through people's reactions towards this season, you saw a lot of this is the worst season ever. <laughs> no. I mean, but did they lie? <laughs> yeah. But did they lie? Okay, so here's my thing. And that's one thing about that thread that you posted um, that I found was very interesting is that they stopped at RPM in terms mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. you know, talking about each and every season. Um, mm-hmm. the poster just stopped right at RPM. Didn't even go into the Neo Saban era, which mm-hmm. I found very interesting. I'm like, oh, so we're not even going to talk about Dino Charge? Like, you know, I can see they're not talking about Samurai and, and Megaforce. I can see that. Mm-hmm. But 
dang, no yeah. love for Dino Charge, no love for Beast Morphers, you know, no love for, yeah. you know, not even Dino Fury. Like, I'm just like, yeah. dang. It looks like, like the, um, yeah, it looks like the guy that did the thread, he, um, like, he stopped at that point. Oh, so he didn't even, he's not even, sense. like, from. he's not familiar with them at all. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. But, yeah. and I mean, like, I get it. Because it could have easily been a situation where he stopped, you know, because many people didn't even know that it even came back after that point. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of people were gooped and gagged, realizing that, wait a minute, I thought it ended at RPM. You know, kind of a I, situation. I can remember um, when I was in high school, I had gotten my, my nephews into Power Rangers, but I didn't know that it was still on. I remember like my senior year of high school um, seeing Jungle Fury toys, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is still on? Um, so I, I think there were like, there were a lot of people that, that felt that way. Um, he uh, He was able to get the last couple of like you mentioned the last couple of um disney era ones in there um the one with the most likes was um it looks like it was what is it jungle fury with 893 and even though um overdrive was pretty low the lowest was actually rpm with um 388 likes and like folks didn't know that that was like people didn't know, and we we remember the the crazy um, time slot that it was in. They mm-hmm. didn't stopped all promotion, so that was yeah. a, a gem that folks just do not know about, unfortunately. You know, and, and that's the and the gag is that's that's the most unfortunate part about it is the fact that RPM truly is a gem, and I think that a lot of people, especially knowing that you know there were so many people that were so into you know these other disney seasons and you know it's just like all the all these seasons got like in the upper thousands and you know two thousand and three thousand likes and all this stuff and to realize that you know rpm was like the lowest one not because it was a bad series but because no one knew about it and like you said the crazy time slot um that played a factor they didn't promote it anymore because i remember for me personally like i i've talked to people who were like their time slot that they were be that they would be able to see rpm would be sometimes at like 5 a.m you know and no one is getting up that early to watch no goddamn power Rangers. like i don't care how much of a fan <laughs> you are i'm not getting up at 5 a.m to watch the watch the show it's just not happening uh, okay, like it's just not happening. Um, now, what I will say though is, despite that, I got lucky because where I was in good old South Carolina at the time, um, it still came on at eleven, so I could still. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was lucky, like I was one of the lucky people. But you know, I've conversed with fans who a lot of them were like, "Yeah, it came on at five a.m." You know, so it was just unfortunate that so many people couldn't watch it because, you know, they at that point, Disney was just like, we just want to just shove this season out and get rid of it. Like, we don't even care where it falls. We don't care what the time slot is. We don't give a shit. We're not promoting it. We just want it out. 
so we can just go ahead and throw away this franchise and move on. So that's the unfortunate part about it. And they did that to like the one of the best seasons of the Disney era. Hell, one of the best seasons of the franchise. <laughs> you know, so just unfortunate. Just unfortunate. Um, and also too, didn't they, the, uh, the writer also talk about the movies as well in the thread? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, I just lost the, I just lost the damn thread. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, here it is. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Uh, there it is. All right. Okay. All right. So yes, obviously there. Um, he mentioned the three films that we've had um, thus far, and as you can imagine, the popularity it wanes <laughs> as we go through yeah. the, the three films. <laughs> Um, what, but there's not a big drop. There's not really a big drop off. Um, MMPR got 2,000 likes. Um, Turbo got 1,034, and 2017 got 1,019. So that's not really um, horrible. It, and interestingly enough, the 2017 movie got more engagements than Turbo. So um, with the uh, the quote tweets. And there, oh man, there's uh, still so much love for that film for people that weren't necessarily um, big Power Rangers fans. And I, um, I actually shared in one of our chats, somebody, this happens every couple of months, somebody will randomly throw a Power Rangers 2017, this movie deserved better, uh, tweet out, and then it'll get some engagements. But Interestingly enough, I shared in another chat um, that we're in, another person did um, one of these tweets, and it did over 107,000 likes um, for the 2017 movie, which that just... just, uh. Like, can we just, for for a second, like, let's just, like, because I want to sit with this. Like, I really want to sit with this. I feel like personally, and this is just me, but is it me or did the non-fan people, not the the non-fandom people like the movie more than the actual fandom people did? Because I'm starting to get the idea that Power Rangers 2017 is starting to become a cult classic. Because I'm noticing a lot of people who are not fans of this show are, are actually out here being like, yo, this movie was fire. Like, what are y'all talking about? But the fans of the show are out here like, this show is, this movie was terrible. Like, you know, and I'm just like, I find, I just find that very interesting because as we're approaching, as we're approaching this new universe kind of a situation, um, as we're approaching it, I'm wondering, it's like, if this is the route or the field that they're going into, is it going to turn into a situation where a lot more non-fans are going to be rooting for the, the universe more than the actual fans are? 
Because that's what it kind of feels like is, is, that, that, is the projection. Yeah, and I think that that's something that is very important because our franchise is a dedicated franchise. However, it's not that large. If it was large, larger, you know, the, the franchise would be doing better. So it's very important to cater to the um, casuals because that you know that's a the the masses right so I, yeah I, I think that that's um is very important to while you um you pay attention and you give respect to the people that have been riding with the franchise all this time you also have to be thinking about people that don't um that haven't been so i i think that it I, it's going to be important to find a good medium between the two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and that's something that I feel like has always been something that Saban is just, was always very opposed to. Saban was very, it seemed like they were very scared to put out something or to do something that would make the fans be like, oh, no, I don't support this. Or, oh, no, I don't want to watch this kind of a situation because they knew how small it was, how, how small this franchise is in the gamut of, you know, other franchises out there, despite the fact that we've been going on for almost 30 years. Um, you know, it's still a very small franchise. It's nowhere close to like a Ghostbusters or like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or anything Star like Wars. that. Star Wars. Like, you know, like it's nothing close, like not even close. So it's just, it's one of those things where I always kind of felt like Saban was just extremely scared to be like, we don't want to even try. <laughs> we don't even want to try to step too far outside the box because if we do, I wonder if, it ain't gonna work. I wonder if they also didn't want to spend the money. It could have been that, but also I don't. I don't necessarily believe that entirely because let's be clear. Now that's one thing that Saban did that I will give credit to. Now listen. You know, we, we all know. I don't too much fuck with Zabon like that. I don't. Like, I don't like his practices. I don't like how he treated the actors. I, you know, there's, there's a lot of things about Saban brands that I am just like, it needs to catch on fire. However, comma, <laughs> however, comma, one thing they did was promote. And I will say, they promoted the hell out of that damn movie. Now, they... You know, every time you turn around, it was, you saw behind the scenes footage. You saw the actors going out and doing interviews. You Like, it was just like, they were really amping it up. Like, really trying to promote this movie. Hell, they even, remember, they even um, had the movie, you know, be seen by like, uh, um, like they had screeners who saw the movie first, who literally was like, no, don't put in that scene with Kimberly and uh, Jason kissing because it just it messes up Kimberly's whole, you know, her whole storyline and her whole point for being there. You know what I'm saying? It makes her, it makes her just it makes her just all of a sudden feel too, you know, much like, oh, this is going to become a, situ a situation between those two kind of a situation. And so they ended up not putting the kiss in the movie. 
you know, so it was obvious that they were really trying to make this movie a thing. So I believe personally, they'll put money into things that they really want to put money into. And I do think that that movie was something that they really, 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 really was trying to push. And unfortunately, it just didn't do well. And I think largely one of the main reasons why it didn't do well was just the look of it overall. Personally, I really do think it was the look. A lot of people just was looking at it and was like, I don't recognize this. This, is, this isn't my Power Rangers kind of a situation. Because we all we all heard the the stupid rumors, not rumors, but the stupid comments of it being like, oh, they look too, they look too much like Iron Man. You know, like all this stupid behind comments. So it was just like <laughs> a lot of people were just thrown off by the way it looked. Um the six leg, the six legged Mastodon and Triceratops. <laughs> you know, there were just so many things that people were thrown off by, I think. So it just really, and uh, of course, when you start talking so negatively, because I'm gonna tell you now, we fans, no tea, no shade, nah, and I just have to put it out there. Sometimes we are our own downfall. Yeah, for sure. We really are. We really are our own downfall sometimes. Because I do think that when everybody was out there, you know, put going on Twitter, going on Instagram, oh, this movie is terrible. Oh, this is, it's not my Power Rangers. It's not what I remember. It's not this. It's not that. Oh, it looks terrible. Oh, the suits are bad. And I mean, the way people dog that movie, I'm pretty sure your average movie goer was like, I'm not watching that. Yeah, you know and you don't. That's and that's that's kind of what I'm talking about as far as it's so important to have people outside of the franchise looking into this because if they weren't so damn negative, then like you said, people that haven't watched Power Rangers in a while or since Mighty Morphin, they maybe would have gone out and seen it. Maybe I don't know how big of a of an impact that those negative people had, but. Like it's it's it, I kind of it's this gatekeeping in a sense, and and that uh, the Power Rangers fans they got mad about uh, the new direction, and as a result, they complained, which kind of had some some factor into how it um, how it turned out. Would would that be a form of gatekeeping? Well, yeah, and I mean, like, sometimes, and don't get me wrong. Also, let me, hmm, how can I, how can I put this? Sometimes, and, and I just want to be clear, sometimes, <laughs> as in sometimes, <laughs> gatekeeping, <laughs> for those of you who know that reference, um, gatekeeping sometimes is not that bad, because sometimes you do need to protect certain things. Where it's like, you know, look, these things are very specific to a specific group of people or to a specific thing. Where it's like, if other things were to impact it, it could change it completely to the point where it's unrecognizable. So people gatekeep certain things. I get that. So that I'm not too against. However, comma, with stuff like this in particular, because I do know, Fandoms, fandoms, fandoms gatekeep a lot. 
I mean, have we seen the tweets from Star Wars fans? Like, those are like some of the biggest gatekeepers. Like, they firmly believe that nobody in the Star Wars universe needs to be anything other than white. (laughs) 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 But that's a completely different other conversation. Um, like no other race of people existed in this world other than the aliens and white people, but that's another conversation. Um, but it's like with certain things, I can understand gatekeeping, you know, and we can get into a whole conversation about that. But when it comes to things like specifically franchises and stuff like that, it's like we don't personally have ownership of this like this isn't something that us as fans actually own you know what i'm saying like this is just something that we support that's the difference we support it we love it but it's not something that we own we can't we can't dictate what power rangers is going to do like we don't have any ownership of that so it just kind of feels like a lot of times we will literally mess ourselves up because I do honestly believe, and I'm not saying that that movie had no faults. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is I do believe that sometimes when it comes down specifically to that movie, I feel like it could have worked just based off of what people are saying now because looking at a lot of the comments especially from that particular tweet from that from that thread there were many people who were like oh my god i watched it and i really enjoyed it and it was just and and obviously they're not like avid fans of the show so i'm like i'm wondering my the question that goes off in my head every time is okay so when this movie was out what made you not want to do it? What made you what made you not want to go watch it? And I kind of feel like what it was was it was it was the fans. Because honestly, I didn't really see too many actual fans of the franchise talk nice about it at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there mm-hmm. were a lot of people who were in support and being like, yeah, I really fucked with this movie. I really like it. But there were so few of those voices versus the voices that were being like, this movie sucked. Like, it was like avid fans of the show were, the show, avid fans of the franchise were just like, oh my God, this movie was terrible. Like, this is the worst movie ever. I, I, like, they didn't, they waited to the last five minutes of the movie, the more fan. Oh my God, like, this movie is, and it's like, Y'all, like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, by watching this movie, we know it's going to be, like, a series. A series of movies. So this was literally just a movie, like, the origin story to get the Power Rangers to finally use their powers for the first time. You know what I'm saying? So I personally wasn't expecting, you know three and four fight scenes with their with their suits. Now, granted, was I disappointed that that's all we got? Yeah. But personally, I just figured, well, shoot, we're going to see it in the next, you know, the next movie. We'll probably see more. Obviously, we didn't get a net another movie, but 
<laughs> you know, it was just one of those things that I just always figured we'd end up getting. And, you know, it, it just fell apart. So I personally just feel like at the end of the day, sometimes we really can't shoot ourselves in the foot. We really can't. And I do see a lot of times in, in those tweets where, like you said, you know, we'll get those tweets over and over every other month being like, I really like this movie. And you, I see the reshares of actual mm-hmm. fans of the show or, or, or the franchise being like, oh, it really wasn't that great. Oh, it wasn't that good. You it's know, too, like, it was too woke. I just saw that bullshit. Yeah. If you, you know, ever use that term in a negative context, First and foremost, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you don't deserve to be taken seriously. So shut the fuck up. At all. At all. Like, and also I feel like people saying, you know, using woke in a negative context, it feels very anti-black to me. But, you know. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's almost kind of like you're you're one step away from falling the ghetto. And that's definitely anti-black rhetoric. So I'm just kind of like... I don't like it when y'all say that. I I, I genuinely don't. But, um, you know, I agree. I agree 100%. I really do personally feel like this movie should have gotten a lot more flowers than, than it deserved. And my thing is, at the end of the day, you cannot, and, and hear me clear when I say this, y'all want so bad because I literally just saw a, um, I just saw uh, Blurred Vision post up a, a tweet on that he, because um, he likes to do those tweets and then also post on his Instagram as well. And he was talking about how, you know, Addy Shakar made that Power Slash Rangers movie, short film. And how, oh, so many people like the rated R and the mature Power Rangers with them. I don't don't know if you've seen the movie, but there's a scene where, like, Zach is with these two women. He's like a ladies' man, and he's doing coke. Yeah, yeah, like, he's doing coke, and, you know, then he's fighting these, uh, what looks like the Yakuza, and, you know, then he's like, you know, doing headshots and, you know, and and it's just like, really? It was a lot. It was a lot. It was different. I, I have Not even I, different. That was terrible. <laughs> I, I, did, I will say I didn't hate it. I don't think that, I don't think it's necessary for Power Rangers to go in a direction like that. But that was just somebody, like, it wasn't official. It was just a short film somebody did, and it was um, their own take on it. So, it, you know, it was, it was like, it was official or anything. I'm just saying, from my point of view, from, not point of view, but from what I feel the fans are saying when they're like, oh, I want something mature. I want something this. I want something that. It's like, when I hear people say that, that's what I feel like people want. You know what I'm saying? And, and then and you know when what real quick, when that came out, I do remember um there were people that weren't Power Rangers fans or or at least they hadn't watched it since they were kids that actually did think that that was kind of cool. I um I didn't hate it. I know that there was a lot of Power Rangers fans and actors that didn't like it because it took such a um it was such a departure from 
being family friendly. Obviously, yes. you won't be. You're not going to be family friendly when you're taking bumps of coke and shooting people in the head. <laughs> Among other, ah! other shit that was happening there. <laughs> Listen, and I hear that, right? I hear that. I'm not even coming from the argument of it being family friendly. I'm not even coming in, coming from there. I just personally feel like the franchise is why why do people automatically feel like if you want to tell a good story it automatically needs to be mature it automatically needs to have blood it needs to have drugs it needs to have people getting headshots like for it to feel dark and gritty ooh ooh, ooh. it needs to power Rangers need to feel like watchmen no it don't who said that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like my thing is at the end of the day I personally think that the 2017 movie is like the perfect middle ground of feeling not so much like quote unquote Power Rangers, but still having the feel of Power Rangers. Because there were still your, your feel of the classic 90s version of the franchise because you, because you still felt that sense of teamwork you still felt that sense of you know working together and all this stuff you you had the actual inner workings of power rangers in the movie but it felt modernized it felt updated it felt like oh not just children would be watching this you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like it felt like anybody could watch this which is i feel like what the goal should be if you're going to make a show that everybody can watch because Mm -hmm. everybody has their own idea of what mature is and what dark and gritty is everybody has their own idea of what this stuff is and while Addie Shakar's you know little thing was interesting I'm not gonna say it wasn't it, it wasn't interesting because it damn sure was interesting not my cup of tea and it was I'm looking at it from a storyline point of view it had no story it was just you just got Rita picking off random rangers and that whole thing with Zach was just so damn random. And then you see at the very end, I don't even know how the hell, who was that, Kimberly or Kat? <laughs> that Kimberly. was like, oh, that was Kimberly, the blonde girl was Kimberly? Okay. She was just blonde. Yeah. Right, I was like, what? And then wasn't like Rocky, that wasn't Rocky. So wasn't somebody dead in the back? I believe it was Rocky. Like Oh, 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 well, Rocky was in there, but um, I think that was Jason. In the, I think that oh, was it was Jason. Jason in the bathtub did or something. Like it was just so. like, what is this? Like that movie, it just nothing about it made sense. To me. Something that for adults to watch or people of an older diaspora to watch, then still keep up with what Power Rangers actually is, because you can still do that and adults still watch it. Hell. People watch The Flash. People watch Arrow. Adults watch, you know what I'm saying? Adults watch these shows and they don't have all that crap in it. What do y'all want? Like y'all want to turn Power Rangers into like the comics in the 80s where in the early 90s where DC went dark and then all of a sudden like mugs started breaking people's heads off and stuff like, that's so stupid to me. And even then that was like the worst era of comic books during that time with DC. That was like the worst era. Y'all can miss me with that conversation. A- anytime I hear that conversation, it just irks me. Because I'm like, y'all don't know what you want. Y'all think you do. And then when you get it, then you're mad. Because it's like, oh, <laughs> this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Oh, this mm-hmm. is stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't know what you want. And sometimes you, you, can, 
yeah, sometimes you can just, um, I don't know, wait and see what happens. Like, I guess in, in particular with um, the 2017 movie, if that did well, we could have gotten um, more films where the things that people were complaining about, like you would have seen more fighting, more, um, more action. And probably a better, well, I can't say probably because you, you never know, but hopefully, you know, a better film or better films if, if we did get like a, a whole franchise. But um, I think there's a lot of, uh, that gets frustrating because I feel like there's such a vocal minority and the people in charge they get scared by that because they, I think they think that it's the the broader scale of people that are complaining mm-hmm. about things, and then it just like screws everything up. Because I, I feel like that's what happened with the DC films. Um, you got some people complaining, and then now look at now look at where we are with that whole franchise in yeah. the fucking gutter. It's it, and the thing is, I really do kind of feel like. DC did are doing some smart things when it comes in terms of trying to revigorate the well rejuvenize um the DC franchise because I thought it was really smart for them to make Shazam the way they did because that I'm was fun that was a you. fun movie that was a that was probably the best movie I know people are like oh Aquaman 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 was just pretty. Aquaman was giving to me beautiful gowns. Because <laughs> other than Jason Momoa with his fine ass, that movie was like, eh, girl, it was too long. And it, it didn't was do a, it. was really basic storytelling. And I feel like the, the story was a story that we've seen before, you know? It really was. It really was a story that we've seen before. And I think that that's what made... That compiled with how beautiful it was, I think, was what made that movie so impactful. Because it was very basic. Like, when I say basic, yeah. it was basic of the basics. So, I mean, it didn't do nothing revolutionary. It didn't go out and tell this crazy, you know, oh my God kind of story. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, that was nice. And just kind of kept it pushing. But it just looked mm-hmm. gorgeous. Whereas mm-hmm. Shazam really was like, it was fun, it was engaging, it told a really good story, it looked good. Like, it was just a really good movie, and it didn't do nearly as well. DC needs to, like, hone its energy, because I know people are like, you know, oh, the Snyder uni- the Snyder movies, and do the Snyder, what is it, Snyderverse, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, those movies were just extremely just long. I watched that whole thing. And when I tell you I was so disappointed, did you like it? I liked it. I I think that there was definitely a way of telling that story in a half the time. Half the time. (laughs) But but I did I did enjoy it. And I and it ah, it just especially coming off of the Joss Whedon version, which I watched um, I watched them together to because to, I hadn't seen Justice League in, in, since it, since I saw it in the movies. So mm-hmm. to see the difference 
between the two, it was pretty significant, I thought. And I, I did think that it was a better film. I just, um, it just was long as hell. It's just, it was, oh God, it was just so terrible. Like, I mean, there were some things that I did like um, from the movie. I, I did enjoy all, most of the things with Wonder Woman. I did enjoy most of that, most of that stuff. Because I just thought, like, especially that scene where uh-huh. Wonder Woman was just like trying to save the little kids and stuff uh-huh. from those terrorists. Like it was, it was the hair blowing for me. I think that's really what it was. The daughter in me was excited about the hair, <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, that hair better. I um, I loved um, oh my goodness, not Android Cyborg Cyborg. Uh, I loved his story. That was a lot of fun, and it it, it I really really liked. I really enjoyed that, and it's a shame that. That was like completely cut in the uh, in the theatrical version. Like he got, like we saw him, but it wasn't to the effect of really delving into his character. Like we got to see in the um, the Snyder cut, and that was just really unfortunate. And then of course we know about the bad stuff that was happening behind the scenes with him. <laughs> right, right. But child, listen. Other than the the movie stuff, let's just go ahead and just kind of get into these little tweets. Um, that was that was inside this uh this little thread. So, because we talked enough <laughs> <laughs> about just the randomness, but um, so they did mention um for one, uh, Mighty Morphin, and he just compiled all the Mighty Morphin together. Um, he was like Mighty Morphin, nineteen ninety three to nineteen ninety. Through 1995, the group that kicked it all off and the only ones to have three seasons. The franchise as a whole is iconic itself, but the but this group is the iconic group of all groups. Do you agree with that? Yeah, they're pop cultural icons. So yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. That when you think of when you ask the average person about Power Rangers, if they don't know all five or all six of the names you'll definitely hear them mention at least at least one of them we all know which one that is yeah yeah we all know which one that is and then of course other than him some i feel like they each connected with each character connected with somebody you know a lot of people you always hear a lot of people's first crush was Kimberly or I loved, um, of course, hearing when people say that their first crush was Trini. That, that was really cool. Um, or they connected with the smart one, Billy, or the black one <laughs> with uh, Zach because he was the first black superhero that I had ever seen. I was only three, so I, I didn't really have, I wasn't around long to really see any <laughs> black superheroes <laughs> on TV. But um and then Jason was the first leader I ever saw, and he was so like such a commanding force. So it was um, absolutely. I agree with that. With that statement. I mean, yes, I I will say I agree with that as well. My only thing is that whenever mugs talk about their favorites or talk about their first loves and stuff like that, I don't ever really. He- I mean, I hear it sometimes. But 
I don't ever really hear anyone mention Aisha. And that makes me sad. Because I'm and like, I, I thought yeah. Karen Ashley was fine. Especially when she got the single twist. Like, when she had the single twist, honey, like, I mean, that was like peak, you know, poetic justice, sister girl, like, yes, girl, yes, God. Like, I was like, that... But of course, also too, I was a daughter, so I love, I actually like Aisha because I wanted to be her. But I'm just like, when I hear Mugs, <laughs> when I hear Mugs be like, oh my God, Aisha, Aisha, I'm like, nobody don't got no love for her. It just makes you sad. I think uh, you definitely will see, um, for the demographic, I would say Black girls who watch Power Rangers probably have a lot of love for her and then um because there's a drop off obviously after the originals you know there's some people that remember the movie mm-hmm. I a lot of remember the movie actually so like there's um there's definitely folks that remember and love her as well but you do you you don't hear as much as you do with um the original six yeah, and I don't, I don't like that. I don't like it. I'm like, I, if you remember Aisha, especially from the movie, then you know she was the hero. Like, she was the true hero of the movie because she saved everybody by kicking Ivan Ooze in the balls. So, <laughs> like, let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. Aisha saved the world. Like, <laughs> don't do this. Like, we all know Aisha saved the world. If it wasn't for her, you know, the Rangers would have been dead. I'm just saying. Um, so yeah, I, I'm like, just give credit where credit is due. That's all. Um, but th- <laughs> but then he goes on to mention Zio with everything from the previous season all being destroyed and all hell breaking loose. <laughs> the Rangers had to, um, had to find a new power, new Zords, and of course, it brought a new it brought about a new enemy, King Mondo's blockhead and the Machine Empire. <laughs> um. Listen, with Zio, y'all all know Zio is my first love. Like, Zio is always going to be cream of the crop for me. Like, Zio, honestly, and the thing is, so I remember being like, I remember as a child being like so in awe of like Mighty Morphin because I watched it like literally the first day it came out. Like, I remember sitting in front of my TV. August 20, August 26, 1993, sitting in front of our big ass TV where you got to turn the knob <laughs> and maybe even hit the side of the TV just so that, you know, the color will stay, stay, stay right. Um, I remember being that kid and watching for the first time Power Rangers. So I've been sticking with it since that, since that Saturday morning. Like I remember it verbatim. However, comma, it was something about the amp up and the ramp up for Zio that just always had me at a chokehold and it always had me had me like that for years, like even till this day. Because I remember they did that little, they had the miniseries with the Alien Rangers, where the Rangers went on their separate quest. They had um that little mini thing with the uh the scientists where they're like, oh, what is that? 
you know, like, and they're looking through the telescope and they're being like, oh, what's that coming? Oh my God, do you see that? Yeah, I see it. What is that? Oh my goodness, it looks like a UFO. Oh my God, what kind of UFO is it? Oh my God, I don't know. It looks like something spinning. I don't know what that is. Oh, and then you, then that'll be the end of the like the 15 seconds. Then the next 15 seconds. Oh, it looks like looks like gears. Oh my God, what kind of gear is it? I don't know. Then the next 15 seconds is done. <laughs> and then it's just like this weird little thing and it's like, oh my God, what is this? Like, what's coming? And then, of course, you got the little, the little, uh, uh, I guess the pre-part to the Zio theme song, where it's like, you gotta see it, it's coming, mm -hmm. you gotta see it. And then, you know, it's just like, oh my God, the energy, the energy, the energy. And before you know it, like, boom, Zio. You know what I'm saying? So then, when that first episode hit, it hit. You know what I'm saying? And the way they left the cliffhanger with everybody thinking that Zordon was dead. It was like, oh, gut punch. Like, oh my God, Zordon is dead? What? Zordon didn't make the explosion? So it's just like, Zio just built so much suspense. Like, so much suspense. To the point where it was just like, oh my God, like, this show, and I think that that's what really stuck with me as a child. And one of the main reasons why I love Zio so much because it just built up so much anticipation, built up so much anticipation. Ooh, I got lost in that. Uh, and it just really stuck with me. And I don't ever feel like Mighty Morphin did that. It never did that for me. I know like a lot of fans really, really, really fucked with Mighty Morphin, but Zio just, Zio just had a hold on me. And especially with just how the Rangers just felt so mature and it felt like they grew up. They weren't dealing with, you know, Bulk and Skull fall, falling in the pie or falling in the cake or, you know, Bulk ripping his pants. You know, it, they didn't necessarily deal with that anymore. You know, so everybody just felt like we just all, it just turned into like a Power Rangers version of Dawson's Creek a little bit. Like it just, <laughs> it just felt a little bit mature. <laughs> And I think that that's what really made me love Zio. So I don't know. How did you feel about Zio when it came out? Like, mm -hmm. did you enjoy it as much, or were you like, yeah, no? <laughs> I can remember. Um, oh man, I remember all the serials uh, for. Uh, like hyping it up, I remember. I still remember the date. Our right, side quest, real quick. So I always remember that because the day before I suffered a pretty horrific injury. Oh no! This kid, this kid, um, it was crazy. I, I remember the whole scenario. I was at like recess in kindergarten. I abs um, I accidentally like fell on this kid's legs and he thought that I did it on purpose. He shoved me. Well, he shoved his friend into me and then I went face first into concrete steps. Oh my God. Blood everywhere. I still have the scar on my temple. Jesus if it was Christmas. any closer to my eye, <laughs> I probably would have lost my eye. Wow. So I remember watching, like waking up with like the ooh, like this horrible scaly, just just monstrosity on the side of my face, watching Power Rangers. Zio. 
the first time. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's a so, yeah. memory, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I I remember that, that shitty. Is, um yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. So I remember um oh man, uh like the toys in particular. It was so exciting to see something different, but at the same time, I remember the first time that I saw the Zio toys, I thought that they were bootlegs. Because you remember the old bootleg Power Rangers you would see at the dollar store? <laughs> yes. So that's what I thought that, that they were, but it's like, wait, this is Toys R Us. Oh, okay. And then uh, they, of course, they were released before the the show came out. But um, yeah, I remember that. I remember it was just being exciting to have something new. And um, I was sad to say goodbye to Aisha, but then we got Tanya, who I didn't fully appreciate until I was way older. <clears throat> and, First of um, all, um, I need you to um, never say that again in my I- presence. Well, you know, about her now. I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Don't don't ever say that again. And I loved in hindsight. It seemed it seemed like a really complete season, other than the way that it ended. Um, which you know, technically, it ended with the Turbo movie, but. I think that was probably the biggest thing. I, I think that the finale should have been better and more more final. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I loved that they developed the cast uh, pretty well. You know, we had all of them were, well, I guess except for um, Tanya and Kat, all the guys were vets. And then we got to see Tanya and Kat uh actively train and and you know do things to become as good as they could as rangers and um like you said it matured a little bit the writing got a bit better um i always loved the full arsenal of swords and weapons that they had um and seeing jason come back i remember watching that and being so excited about that um, that those teases of Billy possibly being the um, Gold Ranger before that, um, meeting Tommy's brother, who was his real life brother. There's a, a whole bunch of stuff that I, I remember from that. Um, so the the whole newness of it, because we had had uh, in the first three seasons, you know, we got new Zords and new weapons, but they still had the same suits. So it was like completely different. So I, I always appreciated that. Also, too, like I agree. Like I agree with the sentiment of the the finale could have been better, um, because they could have certainly used the O Ranger finale. Um, I, I think that they could have used the O Ranger finale instead of like what they did do. Um, but you know, whatever. Like that's that's a that's a completely different conversation for another day. Um, but I will say that um, I do agree with that and that I could tell that more than likely they were trying to use the Turbo movie as their way of like 
creating synergy in between Zio and Turbo. But, um, yeah, didn't quite pan out so well. <laughs> didn't quite pan out. <laughs> um, which they mentioned for Turbo. They said, listen, they had some of the cleanest suits of the franchise to me this season. Switched, up, switched things up and had an actual kid be one of the Rangers. I hated it. The villain, <laughs> I, well, that's me. I'm saying I hated it. The villain, Diva Tox, was a damn comedian. Yes, she was. And this season was given a, a movie as well. So, real quick, for me, Turbo, honestly, I went back, remember, and I said a couple weeks ago, I really did enjoy, you know, I went back and rewatched the movie. I actually enjoyed it. Here's my thing, and here's my situation with Turbo, and this is what, it, what it's always been. I feel like Turbo had too many shelves in the kitchen in, in, in terms of, like, the writer's room and what they really wanted to do with the, with the original team and stuff like that. Um, or just in general, they just had too many things, too many wheels spinning. Ha! Wheels, Turbo. Ha! I made a joke. But anyway. Um, ha! But no, um, because we heard the rumors and the, the story of, you know, there was a lot of chaos going on behind the scenes where some people felt like Turbo should have been more serious. Some people felt like it should have been more comedic, like the um, like the Sentai footage, um, you know, and that's like they just always had that whole like, this is what we think it should have been. This is what we think it shouldn't have been kind of a situation. Here's my thing with that. Um... The movie itself, because remember, the movie originally was supposed to be what, like Rise of the Volcano or, or mm -hmm. uh, Trip to the Volcano something or something like that. And that was like a Zio movie, like original. Like the Zio movie was supposed to be like a separate movie by itself. And then that got axed. So there really wasn't even development from that. So then it just became like, oh, let's, you know, hey, and get let's go ahead and turn this into a Turbo movie where they transfer their powers from Zigo to Turbo. Um, and of course, that was around the same time Steve Cardenas was like, I don't want to be here no more, you know, because y'all won't give us raises, so I'm out. Um, so at the same time, that's why on the final episode, final episode of Zio, Steve isn't physically there. Because he didn't even film the final episode. Um, you know, he lent his voice, but that was it. <laughs> he was like, I'll do the ADR, but I'm not coming to film. Um, you know, and that's really about it. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, there was so many things about the Turbo movie that I still watch and I'm like, more so just being like, if they just would have explained the powers better, I think the movie would have been okay. Genuinely, I really do think the movie would have been okay if they explained the powers. Because to me, if they just would have went back and just revisited the lore of Zeo and the Zeo crystals, it would have made more sense. Because they said, oh, the power grows over time. Okay, great. Make, turn this into a situation where their powers are affecting them just like how Trey's powers was affecting Jason. Make them start getting weak. And then this new threat comes up and it's like, you know, Divatox went ahead, kidnapped, they kidnapped um, 
Jason and Kimberly because Jason and Kimberly wanted to come, wanted to visit Angel Grove and not tell Tommy. Um, they went ahead and just messed their stuff up. And then, you know, turn it into a whole situation, them getting their powers back, bing, bam, boom, you know, after they found a way to, like, make it work and keep it pushing. But I'm just like, they really messed up with that movie. So it just made the show, I feel... It just made the show just not be good as well. Like, did you think the movie had any impact on the actual show, or did you just think that the Turbo Show was just meh by itself? I remember watching the first half of Turbo, and I noticed they uh, they tried to use some of the stuff from the movie, like the actual props from the film. They didn't really do a lot of it, but... Um, it felt it still felt kind of the same to me, at least the first half did. And then because of all the shuffling in the writer room and all the creative stuff going on and the uh you know, behind the scenes, the second half felt totally different. Um so I don't I don't know. I, maybe it, it had uh an effect on the first half, but not so much the second. Oh, so you don't think it had any, any effect on the second half at all? Not because, re- like I said, it felt totally different to me, at least. That's real. No, I agree. It did. It did feel different. I agree with that. Did you think it had any effect, Lena? Hmm. I think that's like I remember watching them both, and I think I, like not recently, but at some point, I did rewatch Zio. And I watched the movie and I still felt like it was just so separated. I remember it felt um <clears throat> it felt definitely felt larger scale because obviously they put a bit more budget into it. The yeah. tone it felt it felt bigger. Yeah, it was like a different like Yeah, like it just felt different. I don't know, like I felt like yeah, you're right about the scale being bigger, but I guess like it's kind of like kind of like like some of the way you guys were saying like with the movie with the 2017 movie, I felt like the series was just like a really long dragged out storyline where like the movie was more condensed, but it got straight to the point. For me, I don't know. Like I personally kind of feel like the movie, well, at least the both movies, they just. I feel like the Turbo movie was trying to set a precedence for the show itself, for Turbo. And it was trying to set the stage for what was about to happen. And because the tone of the Turbo movie was was dark. Oh, God, here he comes with that term again. Um, it wasn't your typical, you know, light, fun, you know, like the original movie, like Mighty Morphin. Like, it wasn't like that, where it just felt like a kid's adventure, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah, it felt, it was definitely, a, it was still a kid's adventure, but you had a lot more serious was, things Yeah, happening. it was a very serious, like, adventure. It wasn't like they were having fun, and it wasn't like they were doing these things because they wanted to be there. It was like they were doing it as they had it to be there. And I think that's kind of why, for me, like, I felt it was very different, because, like, when we went back to the series, it was more lighthearted. It was more fun. It was just like, again, very different tone. 
Well, that's my, that's my thing. And, and that's what I was um, going to bring up because for me, it felt like the first half, especially with Turbo, um, with the with the uh, original team, there it was kind of like so flip floppy because it was like on one hand you can kind of tell that they were trying to keep it with the same tone of the movie, and then on some episodes, you know, like for example, um, some of the episodes like um, like uh, even the first episode, like the first three episodes, you know, it had that same tone of the movie. With them, you know, trying to get Zordon back home and them trying to graduate and all that stuff. It still had the Yo. same tone. But then on the following episode, it was silly again because you had Chromite sitting here, you know, gyrating and twerking and stuff yeah. while kicking the Rangers' asses. You know what I'm saying? I, so I just had a thought. I just had a thought. You know what? Um, this reminded me of the change between... Clueless the movie and Clueless the series. In what way? Um, it felt like you're going with the same storyline, but it's dr- the quality is a bit dropped from the film. Mm, okay. Um, I, which is necessarily a bad show. Really? Yeah. I used to watch the ever fried. Um, I think that was on TGIF back in the day. Oh, but, uh, really? But, yeah, like like at coming to the end of TGIF, because uh, oh. that was like late nineties. But yeah, oh, um, it it was um, like a drop off in quality just because it doesn't have the budget of the film. But that's not necessarily a bad thing because you no. you get to do more long form storytelling because it's a season as opposed to just a film. Hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many times I say yeah, but <laughs> but um, I think that with Turbo specifically, it just because they they didn't know what direction they wanted it to go in, it was just one of those things where it was just like they it was so flip floppy, especially with that first half. You know, it was like some like the first half did have some really good episodes because I love them. Honestly, it was more so I actually liked the episodes that were goofy in the tur- in on um, the first half of Turbo because the episode where they turned into flies, I actually uh, liked that two parter. I, re- like, I that can remember. Oh, uh, I remember. I think I mentioned um, this before. I remember seeing that first episode. And then I think I missed the second part and and they had taken a break in between. It was like a three month break. So I didn't see that uh, second part until years later. And the next thing I knew was passing the torch. And I was like, wait, what the hell is happening? Where are my my ranges going? Who are these new people? (laughs) Right, right. So, I mean, I don't know. I, like, I, I always felt like the first half of Turbo was just so random and just just like they just didn't know what they wanted to do and how they wanted to get themselves together. And then like the second half was like, oh, like now we have like an idea of what we want to do. And, you know, they just went ahead and leaned in with the goofy. 
And I think that that was the perfect thing to do with the new cast because they were so inexperienced. Um, you know, it was like, yeah, make them goofy. You know, like make them silly because they really don't know what they're doing at this point. So, you know, them being baked into a pizza makes perfect sense. <laughs> like it makes sense for them to be baked into a pizza. Um, you know, so I don't know. Like I really, I, I, I always kind of felt like if they just would have kept that same energy with the first half as they had with the movie, just kind of keep it a little serious. And then when the new team comes, kind of turn it into like a lighthearted, you know, goofy little series. I think that probably would have worked a lot better than just them trying to figure out what was going on, you know, and trying to add in seriousness and goofy and all that stuff because it just felt very disjointed. Um, but you know what didn't feel disjointed? In space. <laughs> In space, this group saved the franchise from being canceled. They came hard as fuck. That can be taken in several different ways. Um, Storyline was on point with Crazy Twist and when the Psycho Rangers came, bruh, one of the best villain arcs in the franchise to this day. I agree. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, and they did save the franchise, honestly, um, because the ratings for for Power Rangers Turbo was not good. So In Space really brought them back. Anything y'all want to add with any hot takes y'all want to add or any I, um, any opinions on In Space? Yeah. No, um, they should have replaced I, Carl's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm sorry they, ass, that's like the best hot take ever repeat should, that one more time for the people they should have replaced carlos like <laughs> i know how much you didn't like justin i would have rather justin in space at that point oh girl no i'm just saying anyone no girl <laughs> no girl now, if they had just in now, if now I, I honestly now hear me out, if Andros would have brought somebody else along with him, and then they just had Carlos just kind of you know just sitting in the back being like, yeah, so we got our own Black Ranger over here, so you know I'm gonna make TJ blue, you know, and the girls have their colors and stuff, so I mean you can chill with Alpha, you know what I'm saying? Like I'd be okay with that. I I would actually be okay. I would. I'm with you. If we had two um, defrost like freezers back there that we could defrost, I would have been fine with that too. (laughs) Wait. So you want them to put Carlos on ice? (laughs) No. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Freeze his ass. Put his ass in cryo. In cryo stasis. You know how like he had Zane hiding in the freezer somewhere back. (laughs) Like if he had two of those. Like maybe like I don't know their brother or somebody. If there was two bodies back there and they were surprised, I would have been fine with that too. <laughs> that is hilarious, dead ass. Like or, that is funny. Or if they froze Carl's, I'm fine with that too. <laughs> I mean, wow, freeze his ass. <laughs> Put his ass on ice. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm just saying, like, yeah, he could have. That yeah. is funny. Like, he was okay in Turbo, but when he got to in space, 
Girl, oh, don't lie on him. Oh, he wasn't like, okay in Turbo. Like I was saying, like when I say okay, I mean like I mean like okay, as in like very borderline not okay. I was being polite. <laughs> you know, like I for, I forgot he was in Turbo. You know, that's how okay he was. You know, like we're yeah. in space where it was like he had so many focus episodes where I'm just like, why? And that always had been my thing. That's right? always been my like, thing. Why? I'm like, why? Why? Like, at least in Turbo, we had Ashley with her thing going back to last week's episode where, you know, Ashley was doing this, she was doing that. And, you know, Cassie trying to be like a singer or whatever. Like, at least we were able to focus on the funner stuff, you know, and Carl's just there in the background. It was okay. Like, we forgot he was there. But then in space, they literally was like, hey, let's do a couple of Carl's episodes. Let's, let's, let's show the world how whiny he is and how annoying <laughs> he is. You know? And, and let, let, let's, let's the kids never be like Carl's. Never give up. Don't be like Carl's. Don't be like Carlos, y'all. Don't be like Carlos. And I mean, my thing is you had a veteran. A veteran and come back. Right? And give you special training. Yup. Special training, and like, you see what this mom did. He literally quit. Exactly. Like, you had like Johnny, who actually gave you his powers. By the way, Johnny gave you. Johnny was like, not Johnny. What was his name? Adam. 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 Adam was like, I chose you to be the next. What did he say about Adam? I don't even know. Like, what did Adam say about Carlos at the time when he chose him? You be the future Green Ranger, Carlos. You've proven yourself to be incisive and intelligent. Damn, why do I remember that? Oh, my God. I don't know how you remember that. This is why I ask. But (laughs) clearly, clearly, Adam, I'm sorry, but you made the wrong choice. (laughs) 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 Whoever you were talking about was definitely not Carlos. Like, I understand you had to go out there and just pluck somebody off the street I get that you didn't have a lot of choice but but here's the thing and this is what I never understood about like their decision making because it was like Tanya Tanya must got like really good instinct because Ashley was pretty good like you know what I'm saying like Ashley was good even though she never talked to Ashley a day in her life like Ashley was pretty good (laughs) So sis just was like, must have been, you know, really, you know, talking to the talking to the African gods who was watching her watching over her parents uh, while they was missing all this time because she just was really good. But then you get you get Adam over here who literally knew Carlos all this time. Like Carlos has been already there for a hot minute. Like, we've seen Carlos. And he was an he was terrible in his in his introductory episode. <laughs> he was not a team player. You know, he didn't want the uh the dude with the bottle cap glasses to play because he felt like he was better than him. And he had to learn the true workings of teamwork. So, you know, I'm just like, I hear that. 
I hear that you're like, okay, yeah, you know, he's going to be a great addition. But like, was he? Adam, like, I'm sorry. Who, who, who drugged you? Who, like, hell, got into your head? Like, please let us know. I said, help. I think what really actually happened was that, uh, that little piece of, uh, sand, sand dial that they were using to, um, to hurry up and, um, choose their people, choose their, um, their successor. Uh I think. He he just waited to the last minute and was like, "Dad, who am I gonna pick? Who am I gonna pick? Oh man, like, damn, 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 damn! I'm down to like two people. Okay, okay, okay. Who can who can I pick? Who can I pick? And it was just like, dang, like I don't know who to pick. I'll just go with any, any, my old Carlos, and just you know what? Went with Carlos. Given Adam's personality, I can actually see that. <laughs> like I can legit see that. I can see him being like. Just so spaced out in his own world, and then realized, oh shit, the ceremony's today. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, oh no, oh no, no, no. Okay, all right, all right. Who was the last person I spoke to? <gasps> I think it was Carlos. Okay, he is it was it. Carlos. It was Carlos. It's Carlos, and he has long hair like I do, so it's perfect. Right, it's gonna work. This is perfect. This is awesome. Got it. Ah, oh, I made my choice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I have to say nice things about him and Lot. Exactly, Dimitris. I have made my choice. <laughs> I have chosen wisely. <laughs> I can see Adam like just being like, I thought really long and hard. And you know, like I lost sleep over this. And I, I think I've decided. I, I found my successor. I, I know who I'm I know who'll be great. Great to take my space, my my place. Freaking Carlos. <laughs> but no, like, seriously, though, like, and this is no shade. Like, we're just joking. But in space really was, like, Carlos's time to shine. Because, like, for the most part, nobody else didn't really get much to do. Yeah. Other than Carlos. Maybe Cassie. Wait, Maybe wait, Cassie. Because she, she got a couple episodes. Yeah, but was Carlos so was here, like... Though. He kept getting all the episodes, and it was just kind of like that, because that mug was giving up so damn fast. Like he accidentally <laughs> hit Cassie, and all of a sudden, he, I can't be a ranger anymore. He was, on, he was honestly I... on the wrong team. He should have waited like <laughs> I don't know, was it 10, 15 years for Power Rangers Overdrive? <laughs> like the wrong team. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, shoot. I mean, she's not wrong, you know. She's not wrong. She he could have went ahead, you know, been the leader of Operation Overdrive. See? They like quitting. See, like they, see, you know, they froze his butt. They could have unfroze him in Power Rangers Overdrive. <laughs> 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 and they could have, and then um, what's his face? Like, um. What's Max's father's name again? I don't even know now. And then Andrew Hartford forced him to joining the team, like he did with everyone else. Well, yes, because he sure did force everybody else to join. He ain't gave nobody a chance. Like, oh, it sounds like life speed. Okay, because they sure did uh, kidnap them people and was like, "All right, so the only way out you got is the swim." So. <laughs> Right? So I felt That's like all you got. Maybe Carlos would have done better on that team. I don't know. Just saying. No. 
no. <laughs> no. The way he would have gave up so fast. Like, he probably would have gave up the first time. Like, uh, no, I'm good. Now, I will say, with this one here, because they mentioned Lost, Lost Galaxy. Now, he says, I always loved their introduction episodes, Becoming Rangers, even though this season was the cringiest as far as acting. To me, I still love them as a team. And also, Trakina was fine as fuck till she turned into her true form, which was that age. <laughs> um, now, do you agree with that? I because do. I didn't, really? I do. You think it was the cringiest as far as acting? It was. Wow. Uh, for certain, for certain, for certain actors. Yeah, know. for certain actors. I was going to say for one, personally, for one. Really? Mm-hmm. Because everybody else was fine. Hmm? Do you want to say who? Oh, absolutely. People know this. Maya. Really her? Really? I mean, well, yes. I mean, not really her. Not really her. I thought uh, Leo was very cringy, too. Who? I actually Leo. Leo. Oh, well, actually, yeah. Leo was. Yeah. But to me, I could deal with Leo more than I could deal with Maya. I, I just couldn't. Like, Maya, me, to me, I just couldn't. For me, it was... um basically everybody except for Kendricks and Kai. And I, Leo didn't bother me. I like, I felt like he had a certain, um, a certain charm that went with the character that they were, um, that they uh, established in the first episode. But for me, Maya and Damon weren't really doing it for me when I watched it back. Really? <gasps> I love Damon. I thought Damon was funny. Like the way he it's, was just like, yeah, to me, Damon screamed, his character to me always screamed, like, are you doing this because I'm black? Like it's just like, because they always had him being the decoy. And I personally feel like they did that to him because he was black. Like, <laughs> and I think that that's the reason why I like Damon so much because he was just always like, why do I have to be the decoy? Like, I just love that about him. And I just like that he was so sarcastic and just like, sometimes a jerk. And I really liked it. I, I really like that about Damon. About this. Um, I feel horrible about this, but I always compared him to his... Uh, his um pre- not predecessor his I guess his descendant Green Ranger who was Joel in the next season because oh those were the same characters they were yeah. the exact same character but Keith Robinson is just such a better actor or at least he Ooh. he was allowed to be Ooh. but I never saw Damon in well <laughs> you say what. I never saw Damon in anything else, so I can't even like him care. I mean, I I, I, I don't know. Stop that. No disrespect, Reggie Roll, because I know that um, they did not let you guys do everything you could do. This is true. This is true. But no, for real. And like, and and when I say like, I personally felt like Mayo just wasn't given. Like, and this is nothing against Serena because obviously Serena is still working. You know, Serena has a an outstanding career <laughs> as the screen as one of the screen queens of horror. So you know, 
homegirl has made her mark. So that's not, so I'm not saying that, you know, Serena is a terrible actor, but that character just did nothing for me. I always and felt that, like oh, she was, that character was so crazy. <clears throat> like I hated her. I like she well, was, I didn't hate worst. her. Damn. I did. I did. I, <laughs> I, I, I hated her. I hated her. She I, was the worst. I felt like it was a real missed opportunity with her because that was a really cool character. Like the concept of the character her being an alien girl, being able to talk to animal or well, the galactic beast. Um, I think that no, they could have done animals. a lot more. You were right. Oh, animals too. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that they could have done a lot more with that character. That's the uh, thing. But, they but she was a but- girl, so they didn't want to. Well, no, I don't even think it was that. I personally, what I really think it was was they used her. They used Serena Vincent as the one that they wanted to make boys fawn over. They were. It, it almost kind of felt like they used Serena as you're better seen, not hurt. And that's Bro. no shade to Serena. No, and, and and that's no shade. That's really no shade. But. Her character in terms of like being able to do things and stuff like that, like her character was like she got the very bare minimum, despite having a storyline that should have honestly pushed the show forward. Because just Mm -hmm. like I mentioned before, where, you know, there were certain characters that always kind of felt like if they actually had their stories told, they would be the forefront of the show. Maya was one of those characters because we started out watching Maya being like the forefront. Like her whole story was she knew all about the Quasar Sabres. She knew all about the um, about the legends of the Quasar Sabres and all of that. She knew all of that because she came from the people who 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 um, protected them. Mm-hmm. She came from those people. So it was like she was the person. So the story technically should have revolved around her because it started with her and it ended with her. You know what I'm saying? Because when they got back to Marinoi, she's like, oh, the legends were right. We were chosen. And now we can save everyone by putting the swords back in the stone. You know? So it was just like, <laughs> why did I use that voice? But like, seriously, like the story started with her and it ended with her. But in between, they did nothing with her. Like, absolutely nothing. And it was a terrible missed opportunity. But you know what they did do? They made her outfit a lot more revealing as the, as the show went on. Because more and more, them, them breasts started to be pushed up more. You started to see a lot more cleavage. <laughs> like, you know, like, they, they sexualized her a lot more as the show went on. But they didn't give her anything to do. So it was obvious what they were trying to do with her character. It was obvious. If you really, because like I went back to rewatch some episodes of it and I'm like, why does it look like she's a lot more sexualized now? Like, especially as the show went on before Kendrick's quote unquote died, like she started to look a little more uh, scantily clad. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, y'all, I see what y'all trying to do. All right. So, but of course, with her character, she just was there. They did nothing with her. 
So I'm just like, mm, I guess. So I, I never cared for Maya. Like, and like I said, that's nothing against Serena. That's nothing against Serena. And I would love to actually pick her brain to actually find out exactly what happened on set, you know, and, you know, in terms of like the, um, the wardrobes and like, you know, how, why they made her dress that way and stuff like that. I, I would love to ask her because I feel like there's some, there's a conversation there. Like, I would love to ask her. We should bring her on the show. We should request her. I think I am. Uh, <laughs> but anything else on Lost Galaxy? Oh my God, the filler. Yes. The filler I... like messed with the potential of that season. It was always one of my favorites growing up. And then when I watched it back, it there was a lot of damn filler. That, and I think that hurt it. Mm. So you didn't you didn't like the filler episodes? No. <laughs> well, well, damn. No, I'm All right. About, um, what am I thinking about? I'm thinking about what's it called? Drive to Win, and it was the episode where um, they made Kendricks and Maya like trophies. Uh, oh, and <laughs> the, yeah. the the boy rangers had to race to win them back or some shit. Yeah, but I did that. like I did like he- Hecuba's revenge, and I like that. It was kind of like a two parter. I, I like that one. Oh, and yeah, I, liked, like, I don't um, know if the filler I really bothered me. And there was one, um, the penultimate episode where Mike lost his powers. That's one of my all time favorite episodes. No, that, was, that, that one, wasn't so much filler because it, it 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 went into the finale. Now that one I didn't like. Mm, right. I didn't like that episode. Maybe because I did, I just didn't like Mike, so I could care less. Like it, it mm. just did nothing for me. And then, like I always remember that scene of Mike like floating in space, and I'm like, this monk should be dead. Like he doesn't <laughs> have any powers. He's floating in space. Like he should be dead. Like, and that's when I realized, oh, that doesn't work the same in Power Rangers like it does in real life. So, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Like, I, I, like, the filler episodes didn't really bother me too much in, in Lost Galaxy. I'll tell you what did bother me. That whole quest to find in the um, Lights of Orion. That bothered yeah, that was stupid. Because, I'm sorry, the Lights of Orion is in are in freaking um, statues cameras. of sunflowers, cameras. It's, and these what? are all on freaking um, like a brand new space station or col- space colony. Exactly. They're not even like, like on, on a planet somewhere. What? what? Exactly. Like how in the devil, like why would you think that these, like this, power this energy will go into a space colony <laughs> and go into the ground or, or like inhabit something like sunflower statues or inhabit something like cameras do you really think that this power would do that make that make sense like that storyline was just so stupid to me so yes if there were any filler episodes that were that were stupid it was that to me but other than that like i didn't it, the, the filler didn't bother me too much. Um, 
Like, there were just certain things that bothered me. But for the most part, like, Lost Galaxy was just one of those seasons. I enjoyed it because they had some really cool, neat episodes. But it was just one of those things that I just felt like they were trying to do a thing. And they somewhat succeeded. But also, they didn't. It was just kind of like a very middle-of-the-road, like, kind of sort of thing. But I still enjoyed it. Speaking of middle of the road, but I still enjoyed. After the same way about Light Sea Rescue, this group went against actual demons. They were already out of college in their professions and was handpicked to save the world. Also, when they when their underwater headquarters got invaded and destroyed, it had me stressed. That is oh probably one of the best finales in the I was Power about to Rangers say that after hands down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When they Absolutely. I think it was the end of the That is probably the- one of the best. I think it was the end of the first part where they're looking out. Um, they're in the aqua base and they're looking out of the window, and then they see that there's cracks in the window and it's starting to leak inside. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> that was so cool. Yo, when I say stressed, stressed, because I'm gonna tell you right now when that water started seeping through. And the cracks started getting bigger. I'm like, oh, these mothers are gonna drown. They're gonna die. <laughs> they're gonna die. Like, I just knew I was like, oh my god, they're gonna die. They're gonna die. They're gonna die. And then not only that, you got um red and titanium, they out there trying to um fight Queen Banshira. And I'm like, ain't no way in hell y'all gonna beat that helper. Cause she <laughs> out here just like Molly whopping mugs and she kicked them out the dog on Skull Cavern. I'm like, oh my God. Like it was a mess. And then of course the um the bad guys got a hold of the Omega Megazord and it started putting the pillars up. Child stress. Mm. Stress. I'm like, oh my God, like there is no way them Rangers gonna be able to stop this. Like, of course we knew they were, but it was just like all the odds were against them. And I feel like that's how finales should be. That's how finales should feel. It should feel like there's there's no way they're going to win. There's no way. And we just saw them overcome every obstacle and they beat and they beat them. Like they they beat every single obstacle and made it work. Even though they had to destroy the Omega Megazord, which I personally love that Megazord. That Megazord looks phenomenal. That's one of my favorite designs. But they destroyed it. Still, the the freaking pillars, the the freaking um tower was still created. But you know, they still managed to defeat Queen Banshee and lock her ass up. Where is she getting jumped? She's still getting jumped by them demons <laughs> in hell. <laughs> them demons exactly what she deserves. listen those demons are still beating her ass in hell right right at this moment (laughs) them demons have been beating her ass since 2001 like they are still beating her ass right now like I love it I love it like and like you said it's like she totally deserved it she totally deserved it um, but yeah, like, oh man, like that's such a damn good finale. Ah, that's how you do finales, y'all. That's how you do it. Um, but question, D- do you think that that was a stronger finale or do you think that Time Force had the stronger finale? 
Oh, God. I personally like that. That's like hard because. Time no, I, I, I missed what Lena said. Oh, she said time force? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, but what you going to say, That is hard because they had some heavy hitters for like five years. Ah, that's really hard. Okay, oh, that's even re- harder that's question. Really, really difficult. Even harder question. I got a harder question for you. Which finale did you think was better? Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed, or Time Force? That actually narrows it down a little bit better. <laughs> um, it was Lost Galaxy, Time Force, <laughs> and Lightspeed. Yeah, out of Damn. the post Time uh, post-Zordon eras. Time Force for me. Oh, so you just think Time Force overall. Okay. Oh my god. I remember, I still remember. Oh my god. Okay. So the first uh the first episode where um the first um part of the finale where Wes he locks them all in the time ship so they can't fight with him. Um and he knew he was going to die, but he he knew that they couldn't help him. It was just destiny. So he sent their asses back into space, and then they're all like, "No, no!" And then uh, um, Jen's crying. Oh my god! And then the second one, um, after Alex's evil ass tries to do the uh, the memory wipe on them, and then Jen's like, "No, I'm we're going back to save Wes," and everybody's on board, and then they're all running. To the time ship. Hold on, Wes. Oh my god! And then, of course, the end where we don't get a kiss between <laughs> Wes and Jen. I'm getting all types types of chills thinking about that again. Oh my goodness. Um, damn. Now I'm, I'm thinking about that. But then, like we said, the light speed one was excellent, and then the, the freaking Lost Galaxy one was excellent. This is really difficult. Really difficult. I'm going to say <sighs> Lost Galaxy. And I'm going to say that because um, okay. It was such Wasn't a fitting that. it was such a fitting ending for them to put the um, Quasar Sabres, Sabres back into the stone. And then um, before that they realized that they were on Marinoi and then them putting the Swords in the stone made Maranoi go back, uh, come back to life from what happened in one of the first episodes of the season. And then, of course, also Kendrick's being resurrected. That was, uh, it was so dramatic. And I thought it was like the coming moment. of Jesus. Yeah. Homegirl <laughs> came walking out the white light. Like Jesus on the third day, she <laughs> rose from the dead, honey. She, Kendrick's was like, "Hey, y'all, sorry I'm late. We had traffic, but I'm here." <laughs> I'm like, "Girl," but I'm not gonna hold you though. That scene did make me cry because I, I, I boo, I boo hooed when I first saw that episode. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I was like, oh, it was the ugly cry, too. (laughs) I ain't gonna even hold you. It happened. It happened. See, I'm so glad y'all don't watch these shows with me for real because (laughs) the way I be watching this show sometimes, it be putting putting me in my feet. 
But no. <laughs> um, I don't know. For me, I probably would have to say light speed. Mm. So I, it's funny that all three of us are like in three different seasons, but I, I would have to say light speed. I feel like now, granted, if I had to choose a second one, it would be Lost Galaxy. If I had to choose a second, but for me, my number one would be Light Speed. Um, I just love just the setup of how we got there because we basically were getting set up with this finale since the death of Loki. When Loki died, that was like the beginning of the end. When Loki died, when um, Queen Banshee sacrificed him, that was like the beginning of the end. And then Diabolical was like, yo, fuck her. <laughs> Diabolical was mad because she made mm-hmm. Loki die. And he was just like, oh, bump this helper. We're done. Like, it, that's it. And then she got him killed. And then he came back as a um as a mindless drone and attacked the Rangers or whatever. And then, like, and then, of course, Impus, uh, not Impus, Olympus, um, them two ended up fighting the Rangers and dying. And then, of course, you got the whole finale. And then with Diabolical turning right around and getting revenge on Queen Banshara by helping the Rangers, like, knock her down in the hell, too. Because technically, Queen Banshara didn't die. Like, she's not a spirit. Like, she is, like, her actual full demon body getting beat up by undead spirits. So, literally, she can try to kill them all she wants, but they're just going to come back and continue beating her ass. So, she's getting her ass beat for all eternity (laughs) in hell. Like, that is the worst punishment, I think. Like, when you really think about it in hindsight, that is legit the worst punishment. Like, Trakina was dead. Well, seemingly. She died. Um, Rancic got arrested, you know, after thinking he shot and killed his daughter, you know, but of course he didn't he didn't kill her, but you know, he injured her. And, you know, that was how that was how he decided that he was gonna go ahead and, you know, turn himself in. But Queen Banshara is over here still in 2022, still getting her ass beat in hell. Like, I'm just saying. Like, I'm sorry, but I just think that light speed is just like, yeah, I think homegirl is like, it's a wrap. Like, I, I would think that the, that that finale is just, ugh. I don't know. I just I just really like that finale. Like, um, and then let's just go ahead and just go with the wild horse. Um, they said that they went through something this in this season. The backstory of the Red Ranger and his parents was sad. The villain Master Org was salty as fuck. Yes, he was. Um, I wanted every single one of those Zords and Zenaku. Then Zenaku arc was fire and chaotic. We mentioned that earlier, but yeah, I agree one hundred percent. I think that honestly, that's the reason why people love Wild Horse is literally because of those reasons. Um. Then it goes to Ninja Storm. This time, the Rangers was a trio. They and they always and they were always cool as fuck, in my opinion. 
Um, this group ended up having, though they really were freaking cool. Um, this group ended up having actual superpowers. Bleak and Hunter gave them hell when they were evil. Yes. <laughs> I was glad when they joined later. Rest in peace to Pua, who played the Red Ranger. Yeah, like Ninja Storm. Ah, uh, Ninja Storm just had so many twists and turns. And it's just the one thing I love about Ninja Storm is the fact that it was so campy. It was probably mm-hmm. it to me, it was camp done right. It was camp done I right. Um, right? Like it was it was perfectly crafted. Um, it was so campy, but still fun, and it didn't feel stupid. Like it didn't feel like it was playing on like my intelligence. It was just fun. But what I also loved was that you realize that some of the characters weren't who you thought they were. Because the whole entire time, I'm sitting here thinking Mara and Capri were idiots. Like I'm like, those were some of the dumbest characters ever. And in hindsight, you end up finding out those are actually some bad bitches. Like they out here like (laughs) running shit behind the scenes and trying to plot to kill their uncle. What? (laughs) Are you for real? Like, dead ass. Like, when I say gooped and gagged, that plot, that little twist gagged me. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. I thought y'all were dumb. You know what I'm saying? I thought y'all were the idiots. I thought y'all were the squat and baboo of the show. And it turns out, no, like, y'all are like, nah, we trying to kill our uncle. Like, we trying to end him. So it's just like, that is wild to me. And then even Lothor caught on to it. He was like, I didn't really think y'all were that that stupid. Like, I had a feeling y'all were going to turn against me. And then he even tried to get them killed and blow their asses up in the ship. Like, come on. Like, (laughs) I'm just like, I don't understand how anybody would think that Ninja Storm was terrible. I just don't. Like, what did you think? Did you think also think that Ninja Storm was really good? Because I know people were just like Ninja Storm was terrible. I loved Ninja Storm. I did too. I I did too. I didn't. I didn't see a ton of it when it originally aired. I saw a little bit. I still remember this was super random, but um, I might have told this story before. I remember that season was out when I was in. Was that 2002? So I was in sixth and seventh grade. And I remember um, they had these, uh, it wasn't Legos, it was Mega Blocks. They had uh, the three main Zords and the uh, small Rangers. And you could put the Rangers inside the cockpits and also put the Zord together which is something that I've wanted since I was little. So it was like so cool to see that. So I bought them. Um, of course, this was like two years after I had given up on Power Rangers because I thought I was too big for it. But I did that. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I remember um, watching the show um, when I did that whole series rewatch before Samurai. And mm. just being so... Um, so like I love those characters like they I love that they were able to be campy and funny but the characters it shined through they might have been um you know green actors but at the time like 
I felt like they were doing a good job of portraying those characters and um, the stories were good. I think the only thing that I didn't like was that they weren't really intentional with uh, Blake and Tori because of this weird, it seems like a Power Rangers Bible rule to not have relationships fully developed in these uh, seasons. But that was like the only thing that I didn't like that they didn't really like fully go all out with that. But other than that, I I love the season. True. True. No, like, I agree. Like, and honestly, I don't even think that they were necessarily green. Because, I mean, I, well, let me put it this way. I don't, I don't feel like I could tell that they were green in their acting. Because if you could, if you would have asked me, I would have I would have told you that I would have thought that they were with the way that they were acting. I felt like they were acting for a very long time. Like that they've been doing things like, you know what I'm saying? Like they had presence of like actors that were like already acting, acting in, in other various things. Mm -hmm. Um, I I, I had mentioned that because I remember I had seen, um, I believe it was Pua. He did an interview. It was either an interview or it was on his podcast. He had mentioned that um, they didn't have a lot of acting experience. It was a lot of their, if mm-hmm. not their first job, like which we always see with Power Rangers, if not their first right. job, one of their first jobs. So like he wasn't or they weren't as refined as they would be later. So that was the only reason why I said that. But like even even with that, yeah, I I, I thought that they did. A really good job for the most part. So, I, like I say, I child listen, like I agree. I, I think that you know, they just they knocked it out of the park, like they did so well. Um, and the, the, the just the chemistry, their comedy banter was good, like it's just they were just so freaking good, and I just hate that so many fans are just like. Oh, like Ninja Storm was terrible, and oh, it wasn't that great. And I'm just like, like, ah, but but it just had so much so much goodness. But you know what they didn't say that for? Dino Thunder. The writing in this season was by far one of the best. It came with crazy. It came with crazy twists. It was dark, and they snapped when they brought Tommy back, and he became the Black Ranger. This is definitely one of the best seasons, hands down. Agreed, one hundred percent. And I know that people will sit there and they and they'll say, "Oh, I disagree," or blah blah blah. Everybody has their opinions. Who the fuck but, is disagreeing with that, girl? I've child, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen mugs say they don't like Dino Thunder or they don't think Dino Thunder. That's is that good. wow. I I do. I, I have seen it. I've seen it a couple times actually. Um, some people do not care for Dino Thunder. I personally That's am like, nuts. what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? But then those are also the same people who would be like, oh my God, I think that Ninja Storm, Ninja Steel is one of the best seasons ever. So I'm just like, oh, I don't think wow. I'm to you. But, <laughs> but, you know, for me personally, I'm just like, the only thing that I will sit there and say that I did not like from Dino Thunder is just the fact that they made it painfully obvious what things what storylines that they did not want to continue with. They made it obvious. And I and the storylines I'm referring to is 
the love triangle between Dr. O, uh, Zeltrax, and Elsa. Because the love triangle? there you go. <laughs> there you go. Because remember, at some at, at, there was a time in the show where Zeltrax was very upset because Elsa had herself a little crush on Dr. O. She did. She had herself a little crush. And Zeltrax liked Elsa. So there was a little love triangle going on there. And obviously, as we saw, that dissipated quickly. Also, the whole situation with Kira and Trent went nowhere. Oh, God. The fact that, oh, my God. The final nail on the coffin for that one was when um, they were talking about the prom and Trent is just like totally not even looking at her. <laughs> Didn't say anything about asking her or nothing. Just, yeah, yeah. Well, you got, you going to the prom? Yeah, I'm going. Okay, cool. Like, it, like the they never were talking or nothing. Like, like they never, they like never had a relationship. <laughs> you know, like biggest upset. So, you know, I just hated the fact that this show dropped so many good potential storylines. Um, yeah, like they just dropped so many, and it's just it's just like, dang, like if they could have kept that going, that would have been great. And also, as we have you know heard, you know that was the first time that we that we could have had a lesbian in the show. Oh, you know, could have had a lesbian. Um, you know, so could have had a lesbian. You know, <laughs> could have had a lesbian. So, hey, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, but then he says, SPD, they were cops basically that lived in a world that was mixed with humans and aliens, but they were a dope team and the fight scenes fire. This was also the second time we got a black man as the Red Ranger. I agree. The fight scenes in SPD were just it, just, it didn't make any sense how good those fight scenes were. Like, they were so good. Um, anything else you want to add? Because I feel like that was basically self-explanatory. And we talked about SPD last week. Um, I just remember uh, watching that in absolute secret. Because, Why? Because um, that was my first year of high school. <laughs> I didn't tell nobody I'm watching it. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> and I watched it because um, I had started watching Dino Thunder because Tommy came back. So when uh, SPD started, that was actually pretty good. And I didn't finish it, but um, I liked the little bit that I had seen until I finally got to watch it again years later. Watching it four years later. That one of the best acting casts that we had. I always say that. Agreed. 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 For sure. Um. Okay. Mystic Force. Now, Mystic Force. Interesting. Uh, it gave such an underrated seat. It is. It gave. It's such an underrated season and group. It gave a nice Harry Potter tease. The storyline, the villains, the magic. 
And it was always cool how the Rangers could each turn into Zord-sized Titans and then combine as one Zord together. You know, I actually forgot they did that. As bad as that is. <laughs> I forgot they could turn into Titans. My bad. But, um... Oh, right, 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 right. I forgot. I, I forgot totally forgot teams. they could do that. Um... Yeah, because that's the first time. Isn't that the first time that the Rangers actually... No, I'm lying. No, it's not the first time. Or is it? Wasn't it the first time they could do that? Yeah, because the, the, the Alien Rangers, they didn't turn into their source. They uh they could control what their... And those weren't even swords. Those were their battle boards. I, uh, they could control what they did by like doing moves on the ground, and then the giant would do the moves, but for uh, Mystic Force, it was the first time that they actually turned into the Zord. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I actually did. And I did like some of the things about Mystic Force, but overall, I just didn't like the fact that it was literally the next show. I'm just like, y'all mm-hmm. just, y'all just let this boy be the main, like the main focus. And I'm just like, uh, this whole story about oh, who's the light? Who's the light? We already we've been knew who the light was since like episode two. <laughs> like we been knew like it's just it just wasn't given. I'm just like I, I I guess I mean they had some fun things and they did have some cool stuff that they introduced in the show, but as a whole, like I don't know. Did did y'all like Mystic Force at all? Was it was it given for you? I know Violet Rangers is gonna kill me. Because this is her season, but <laughs> but it just wasn't given to me. What did y'all think? I didn't. Um, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. There were certain things that were cool. Um, like I liked. What was that? That orange thing with um. Or am I thinking the SPD? I'm thinking SPD. Oh, Phineas, the um, the goblin. I think he was a ah, goblin. I liked uh, him. Yes. Um, See, I didn't even like him. I thought he was funny. <laughs> Weird, obviously. Um, and I like some of the rangers. Uh, some more than others. I always talk about Madison and that that poor under. I totally underutilized character. I really liked her though. Um, I like Daggeron. Uh, the whole thing. I liked um, Udana. I thought that was cool that we had an um, you know, an older person, somebody not a teenager or a young adult as a ranger, even though she <laughs> lost her her snow staff like the first episode. I think the first episode in. Like, good lord, like that lady's day losing her power. Oh, not Claire. I was in love with Claire. I love that character so much. Um, but there were just it was weird. It it kind of reminded me of the it wasn't as wacky as the Neo Saban era shows got where it was just ridiculous. But there was some wackiness in there that I just didn't gel with. So I'm mm-hmm. not like, like it was, it was okay. It was horrible. 
Yeah. But it wasn't great. I, I feel the same. <laughs> I feel the same. It wasn't horrible, but it was okay. I personally really liked it. Oh, so you so you actually like like um Mystic Force. Yeah. Okay. What did you like about it? I don't know. Like it was just like everything. I like I, I think I liked the fact that it was different. They had capes. And the, the cell phone thing was kind of weird because it turned into a wand, but I was like, that was unique, I guess, you know. And obviously the female Zors was a fairy and a mermaid. Duh, like that's freaking awesome. And I love the sister duel. That was really cute. I really do like Madison. And I love the relationship with Chip and um Vita. I don't know, like mm-hmm. I and then obviously in the beginning, I really liked Nick. I thought he was hot. There's that too. Um, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I actually did not like. I did not hate the season. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I, I will say I agree. I do like the characters. I like the characters a lot. Um, I did. I had like the biggest crush on Xander, and I think it was because of the accent. I think that I mean Xander himself. Right, like, I forgot. Richard He's is hilarious. Gorgeous. And plus, Richard is gorgeous. Like that is such a gorgeous man. But also on top of him being so fine, like it's the accent too. Ooh, shout out the accent. Um, the, the first time that I had seen Xander was on Once a Ranger, so I was looking. Oh, so you didn't even to, see him in his season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was looking forward to seeing him and. And like in full at length, uh, when I finally watched that season, and I did enjoy him. Yeah, like I, I really fucked with Xander. I was, I really liked him. Um, um, I like Xander. Like Chip did, kind of get on my nerves a couple times. Um, Same. but like, cause that whole uh, I'm, I want to be a superhero. I was like, okay, all right, bro, shut up. Um, but, but I, I I don't know. Like I really did actually like the cast. I feel like the season underserved them, but not like how it underserved another season, another team that came like right after them. Oh, and who gosh. am I referring to? Operation Probably Overdrive. Ah! The setup of this group and season was one of the most unique, considering they got to fight and explore many different countries around the world instead of just fighting in their hometown. So I find it so funny that his description of Operation Old Drive was basic as hell. Like, he, he ain't said whether he liked it or not. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, you know, I like the fact that they, uh, the, the setup was cute. You know, they, they, they got to fight in other places other than, you know, San Angeles. So, yeah, that, that's a plus, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. And then, uh, of course, he starts talking about the movies. Um, you know, he, he talks about the uh the 1995 movie, the Turbo movie, and he also talks about the 2017 movie. Um, then he talks about Forever Red. Um, oh, and he even spotlights Tommy Oliver. Um, but then he goes to start talking about Jungle Fury, 
He said, I already tuned in. I already turned in my morpher before I before it got to this group. LOL, never watched, but I knew it existed. But I always heard many loved it. So this is for y'all. Um, which I don't know who he said who those many are because I'm not a part of that many. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the majority that I actually enjoy this. Okay, so I'm in my so I'm in the minority. Excuse me. Oh, so he's he's talking about Will. He's talking about you. Um, Lena, you, you like Jungle Fury, didn't you, or didn't, or you didn't? I did like Jungle Fury also. Okay, so, so he's talking about you too. He's talking about y'all. <laughs> yeah. Because y'all, he sure wasn't talking about me. Because that show ain't like that season. Child, that season good. I don't know. Burn. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> for me, I think when I re- when I first like was introduced to them, I came, I watched them in a how do I say this? Like, so I actually watched all those seasons right after I came back and watched RPM first. Like, so I, I don't know, one day of the blue, I was out of, I just finished college and I was like, what did I do with my life? Oh yeah, let me go to Netflix, <laughs> you know, kind of thing, right? And I logged into Netflix. And I was like, Power What am I going to do with my life? Like, you know, like, I, I, I just remember I was home. It was like the afternoon and I don't know why. Like, don't even ask. Like, it was weird. But then I started watching RPM and I was like, you know what? This shit is really good. So obviously I went back and I, and I was and my last season at that point, too, was Pirate Down Thunder, which I absolutely freaking adore. Adore. And. So I think at that point in my life, I had given up power just because, you know, everybody was trying to tell me that I need to grow up. Well, you know mm-hmm. what? Who knew? 32-year-old us will be here today with a podcast. <laughs> okay. You know? So I finished college. I was like, you know, what am I doing in life? Let me watch some Power Rangers. So I did. And it was really good. So then I was like, well, let me go back to, like, you know, right after Donald Thunder to see what happened. And so I'm not gonna lie, I watched every single season and I took it in for what it was. And I thoroughly enjoyed each season because they were so unique and they were they all had a very serious dark tone to it, which I really liked. And yeah, like I don't know. Like so whenever I think about those seasons, it always kind of reminds me of in a way the day I came back to the fandom, you know, like and that's why, okay. yeah. So it's like a good memory, and I do like each season though for what it is. Not that I love it, but I like the little quirks, the little ins and outs, and of course some of the characters. Okay. No, and and, and and honestly, Lena, I'm glad that you said it like that because honestly, like I have to give credit where credit is due. Um, because I, basically with me. Like, I, and I, I've shared this before, but I stopped watching or almost stopped watching. No, I did stop watching, actually, um, right after, right when Wild Force came out. I was done. I was like, this show fucking sucks. I'm I'm done. This, this show is, I've, I've outgrown it. It is no longer for me. I'm good. Um, And I remember seeing promo for ninja storm and i'm like oh shoot like this actually looks fun and mind you 
Wild Force was still airing. Like, I mean, like they they were doing like that uh, syndication. They were doing syndication for it. So they were still re-airing some episodes of Wild Force. And I was avoiding them like the plague. When I say I was avoiding them like COVID, child, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. I am not watching this shit. Like I, when I say I avoided Wild Force, you could not pay me to watch Wild Force. Um, and so I ended up avoiding it until literally the first episode of Ninja Storm when it first came out. And I remember watching it on um, ABC. And I was like, which is Channel 9 for us. And I was like, oh my God, like I really freaking like this show. Like this show is fantastic. Um, And I just went ahead and followed through with it. Like I just went ahead and just kept watching it. And I'm not going to hold you. Like (laughs) I was pretty much around that time. Like I was in high school. So, you know, I was in high school still watching, you know what I'm saying? Still getting my life. But for me, you know, I never kept it a secret. But then again, I didn't have anybody to talk to about it. (laughs) So, like, I guess I was keeping it a secret, but not really. But overall, like, I always kept watching it, even even through the bad, like, Operation Overdrive. I still watched it. And it just, I don't know, like. It was just one of those things. I feel like the Disney era as a whole, and we're going to get to RPM, which is the last one, but the Disney era as a whole, to me, with as bad of seasons that it had, well, not bad, but when it started to tank a little bit, um, they were never so bad to the point where I was like, I can't watch this. Like, they never gave me Wild Force. They never gave me Ninja Steel. They never gave me... Uh, samurai or mega force like they never gave me that it was always like they did something and i don't know whether you guys agree or not but they did something where it kind of felt like even though the show may not have been up to par it was still so vastly different that it made you still want to tune in Did 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 it feel like that for you or like, or you just was like, I'm just gonna watch no matter what. <laughs> um, it so at the time, I I wasn't like watching regularly. I, I watched some of uh, what did I watch? I think like the bare minimum, maybe like a couple of episodes of Ninjas. Storm, and then I watched a little bit more of uh, was that Dino Thunder, and then a little bit of SPD. Um, in hindsight, I feel like those seasons, they especially after Neo Saban, those hold up better, and they just were better. Um, I remember the uh, the Disney era one point out lot of hate and I guess we just could, didn't think it could get any worse and then it did <laughs> so, right um, and I think it makes people um, just appreciate it a, a little bit more or a lot more so oh. um, 
Oddly enough, people I think still don't really care for um certain seasons like Operation. Like people well, still feel sucks. like those yeah. are like the worst ones. And I'm like, yeah. really? more worse than you know. I know, like I remember people didn't like. There's some people that did not like um, Ninja Storm because it was um, it was campy. But now I think that people mm-hmm. appreciate it a lot more. Because we've gotten like really bad seasons where they've tried to be funny, like trying to make um, Troy's character who was really bland funny or whatever the fuck they were doing in um, like Super Nips. What was that shit? Mega Super Four? I don't know. Making all those dumb faces and stuff. Like, what what the hell was that? (laughs) Wow. No disrespect to Andrew Gray, but that shit was weird. They that, no. that shit was just bizarre. It was, uh, it was weird. It was so weird. Uh, <laughs> it was so weird. I just feel like as a whole, and, and you know, and like you said, no shade to Andrew Gray. You know, I, they were doing all they could. They really did. They tried. Um. But I don't know. Like as a whole, I do kind of feel like they the the series itself was just given real like <sighs> I do feel like there were certain gems in the Neo Saban era that could have worked. Right? They they really could have worked. I still stand on this heel and I may stand on it by myself. But I thoroughly, genuinely feel that if they actually let the writers do what they were going to do with um with Megaforce, Megaforce would have worked. Megaforce would have been a damn good season if they would have let them do what they were going to do. Because looking at some of the scripts, looking at the backstories, looking at the the bios and everything, they had a clear plan for this show. They had a, an obvious, clear plan, and it seemed like it was given real Mighty Morphin, but in like a more updated kind of style. And it could have went, it could have deviated and went somewhere else completely. And just the fact that the producer, um, John Jonathan Tezak, was just like, "Yeah, I'm not." I'm not doing this. Like, you know, the fans want to see them fight, so we're just going to show them fight. And that's it. And, you know, just made it completely to where it was just like, all you seen was just fight scenes. No character development, no nothing. I'm like, well, if that's the case, why do you have these actors here? You could just hire voice actors. But, you know, it's, it's just really bad how they did that how they did that um how they did them it was just really bad they mentioned rpm and here is what he had to say about one of the best series of all time <laughs> he says and i quote him him rpm the 2000s era of Power Rangers was overall fire, and this was the last one of the decade before the franchise continued with this 2010s era. So, of, uh, like he said before, he didn't, you know, 
he didn't watch anything post. Uh, what was it post um uh 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 um operation operation overdrive because he didn't watch um jungle fury so rpm what did you what overall what did you think about rpm because i know we all pretty much are on the same page here when, when it comes to rpm but what did you think i loved it it was um it, was, it felt it felt like a real tv show <laughs> I love like it. it took it it took itself a little bit more seriously but at the same time still had the humor it had good acting it had good storytelling um there was a sh- I didn't see the shift but when the when the original showrunner left I did uh, and it did and it didn't like it wasn't it wasn't that many episodes with um with chip when right yeah it was it was half was well, it half a little, a little, well, yeah it was about half yeah it was half yeah yeah because I mean, like, I mean, uh, well it was, less than it, half. Again, it was a little but... less than half because i want to say eddie left around episode what was that like episode 18 or 19 something like that and it had 32 episodes so it was a little less than half but he, chip still had like a good chunk of episodes like he still uh-huh. had a nice chunk. So, but for me personally, I I felt the difference. I felt it. Mm-hmm. I felt the difference. I probably have to go back um, and watch it, but I I I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun, and I loved the ending too, because it was one of those endings where okay, you think everything is resolved, and no, it's not. And then, like, the fact that we actually got to see it be resolved uh, about a decade later was really cool. And unexpected. Yeah. True. What did you think, Lena? I loved it. Honestly, like, that was the season that brought me back. If I had not watched that season, I don't know if I would have came back and watched all the other seasons. It. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it, it holds a really really high place in my life and I, I thoroughly love it. I loved everything about it. I love the fact that they had um known actors on there and it felt like a real production. It did feel like kind of like what, what Will said earlier. It felt like a real TV show. It didn't feel like, oh, it's just Power Rangers. You know, like it was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. what am I watching? Right. Like, like, like this is like some crazy ass shit that that like any other like something like the arrow would have possibly done or like you know like any cd like was a cw show could have possibly done so i really thoroughly loved it i just obviously wish production was a lot higher and we got like better quality but hey the actors acted and they did their job that's that's i agree i agree 100 i mean rpm was probably one of the best that we've ever could have gotten and I just feel like anytime I see a fan be like oh well I don't really care for it or you know oh it took itself too seriously or whatever I always have to like literally be like what's your favorite season and normally a lot of times they'll say seasons that are like extremely campy or they say my morphin and I'm like it immediately lets me know who I'm talking to because I'm like, like Will said, like RPM felt like something you see on prime time. 
Like it felt like a real show, not something like, you know, like what you would see from Power Rangers. And I mean, that's no shade for anybody who really do enjoy Mighty Morphin. Like I enjoy Mighty Morphin to a certain degree. Like I have to be in a certain headspace to watch it, but I agree. Like I, I do, <laughs> I do like the show, but you know, to disregard the epicness of RPM is just no. Like RPM is always just going to be a gem. Real quick for this thread, I had to had to advocate for the Power Rangers comics, and I um I dropped like two tweets about that in there. Which was nice because some people didn't know about them. So, ooh. So what? So what? Did, <laughs> so what did they say? Like, what? What was it giving? Just um, being surprised that they um, like there was excitement and surprise that they they had comics and that they're actually good. Basic, basically. Oh, okay, um, and then what did most people say? They didn't. They like they didn't know about it or. Yeah, yeah, because you know, um, I think in general, like the comic book, the comic book industry, it's it's still popular, but it's like a niche thing. And then mm-hmm. um, as is Power Rangers, so you put those two together, and people don't, don't know that. I don't know about that. But yeah. um, it was, uh, yeah, it was just. Um, I just wanted to. I, I had to. Had to throw that, that, that in there. I had to throw it in there because that thread was just so. Um, that thread really did just. I w- I'm so grateful for it. <laughs> I re- that really made me happy this um, this past week. Nice. Okay. Well, listen. I enjoyed talking about it. I really did. I enjoyed talking about it. Um, and I hope y'all enjoyed listening. Let us know what you think. What is your favorite season? And, you know, tell us what you think. Um, you know, because we were, we, you might as well say this is hot take part two. So, you know, like, let us know what is it given. Like, what did you think? Like, did you, like, is there, any, did you agree with us? Blah, 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 blah. Did you agree with the stuff that we said? Oh my gosh, it is time to go because I am stumbling. Um, <laughs> But what did you think? Did you agree? Did you did you disagree? Like, what is it given? Uh, let us know in the comments. Like, let us know what you think. One more time, um, shout out the guy that did the whole thread. Um, he's the vault on Twitter. Um, his uh, his at is at underscore two t o o underrated x. So if you want to take a look at the thread yourself or comment. It's there for you. But no, once again, my name is Brandon. My name is Lena. And my name is Will. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.